What's going now, guys? Talk City here, back for the 34th edition of the TNC podcast. Sadly, this week, we don't have a French accent to lure in the female audience, but the female audience does have a stripy shirt and a Hollister long sleeve shirt and two very average-looking men. Anyway... Um, Football, Jack. Yeah, football. Uh, first of all, no, I have got some public service announcements okay. to make. First Go for of all, it. first of all, we have a new sponsor, the Body Centre. Massive thank you to the Body Centre for hopping on the TNC journey. Now, if you don't know who the Body Centre are, and I'm sure you probably do, because I'm sure you've seen one of their videos of them rapping. If you don't know them, who are you? Yeah, who are you? Quite Get frankly. off the channel. You know who they are now. They're in the intro, the outro, the links, the description, everything. They rap. Like Norwich City cars and do up cars. Oh, sorry, I was wondering where you were going there with rapping. Oh no, I thought you meant they rap. But they might do. Yeah, I'm not going to rule off the cars. The guy that runs it, Sam, I reckon he's pretty good at rapping actually. I would rule no talents off the cards for him. He's, I would. He's a top boy. Uh, so yeah, massive thank you to them. Check them out. Links in the description below. Their cars are yeah unreal. Literally I unreal. Instagram. And there's like a Lamborghini. If you like car, it's like car porn throughout, yeah. basically. Lamborghini, just, just Bentleys, Rolls Royce. Just dribble over it. Yeah. Beautiful. Maybe not too much. Um, also, iTunes. I bang on about it every week. If you have got, well, just leave us a rating on iTunes. You go on the podcast app, you search our podcast, give it a five star review. Loads of you done it the last time I shouted out. I thought I'd do it again. It really does mean the world. It does. It does. Five star review, please. Thank it's you. It's actually really easy to do as well, guys. Cheers. Thank you. And uh, and also, I want you guys to comment with guests that you want to see on the podcast. Now, we've had some crackers on already. We've got, fingers crossed, some crackers coming on in the next few weeks. But we want you to suggest your ones. Um, Basically, the idea is the more you guys demand, the more of a case we can make to these people. Mm. So just comment down below. And we will try our very best. And tweet them to us as well. And, and try not, try and make them slightly realistic. Like going in straight away with James Madison might be a push. Um, maybe one day, but it might be a push at the moment. James, if you're watching, hi, mate. Um, he follows you on Twitter now, doesn't he? That's what, uh, that's what Rimingham does. <laughs> <sighs> mate, another... We'll go on to talk about it. But yeah. for me, another man of the match performance at the weekend. I think he did get man of the match, did he? Oh, yeah, was he it did. Was it no, he did get man of the match. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, check out the sponsors. Leave your guests that you want to see on. Two interesting ones. And if you're, if you think you've got a story, put it in the comments. Why you think you should come on the podcast, and we might get you on. Hello. Who knows? Throw an Albert. Anyway, mate, uh, Barnsley. Um, it was. How do I be nice? It was dull. And I think I've said yeah. that about the last six home games. Reflecting on it back now, I feel like my fan cam was possibly a bit too hardcore. I was very frustrated at the time, and I think a lot of Norwich fans were, and I just kind of want to really kind of talk on their behalf, really, because it's just so frustrating seeing like these really inadequate displays going forwards. It's, it's frustrating, but, but I say a massive but because... We've clearly got some injury issues. Now, this is a bundle of excuses, but just bear with me. We have got quite a few injuries going on. We've got Pritchard to come back. I, don't, I, think, it's, I think it's unfair to expect Nelson Oliveira to go straight back in the team and all of a sudden start scoring a hat-trick again. I think it's going to take some time for him to get into the flow of things again. And also, the midfield have got to give him something to feed off. I don't think he really had enough of that at the weekend, Jack. And I, I suppose this... I, I might get shot down for saying this, but... 
are our expectations a little bit high and are we a, a, a mid-table championship side? Uh, I think that this season we all need to realise that it's going to be tough, right? But I don't think you should expect anything. Mm. I think I think if all Norwich fans just to expect to just enjoy the journey, right? If we win a game, enjoy it. If we lose it, let's try and embrace it. Don't do what I did in the last game and take it all too very seriously. Because the matter of the fact is, we draw at home to Barnsley. Yes, Barnsley, Barnsley, like Birmingham and Birmingham. But it is a point at home. We didn't lose the game. In my opinion, under Alex Neal, we would have lost that game. And I stand by that. And I think that as long as we can... Look, say we go undefeated now for the next three, four games. This mm. might be the start of another good run. Yeah. You don't know that yeah. yet. Now, this game against Nottingham Forest is a big one. Um, and then, of course, you know, you've got some big ones off that as well. So we'll see. The return of Alex Now, I mean, that is a good point because it was strange, wasn't it? Because except for that complete defensive lapse in which I think Tom Tribal was to blame as well for not tracking his runner and we'd gone from a back four to a back five and you could tell that we were all over the place mm. except for that moment I thought defensively we looked very solid Grant Hanley came back in the squad I thought, I thought he was excellent I thought Timmy Kay had a bit of a wobbler actually Jack I don't yeah. think it was his best performance of the weekend I think he'll admit as that as a unit I thought his passing his yeah. passing was, was pretty poor and I thought well, I feel a bit sorry for Timmy. Really. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm obviously slagging his game off at the weekend, but by the same token, he was almost trying to do what the midfielders should have been doing. Yeah, he was trying to get forwards and thread yeah. some passes through because he had to mm. because they weren't doing it. It's a tough one, really, Jack. And I, I think that at the moment, until we get more players fully fit, it is going to be hard. And I think that we lack the spark. I think the only player, the only two players that we've highlighted that can actually have that spark about them is Madison and, and Oliveira. And, yeah. You can't just have two, just two singular players trying to create something. It's just not going to work. Sort of, I think. What, what have you made of the midfield so far? Because we were all raving about Tom Tribal, and he's he's now injured, and he's he struggled a little bit in recent weeks. He's played so many minutes, and, and yeah. let's not forget players like you know, as much as you know, he's in our talk not city bad books at the moment. Players like Vrancic, players like you know Tom Tribal. When we signed them, we didn't expect mm. them to just hit the ground running, right? We yeah. didn't, and. For me, I still think that, that Wes is better in every department than Vrancic. So I've got no expectation of Vrancic being that, you know, playing every single week kind of player. I just don't think he's that guy. Tommy T, you know, his expectations have gone through the roof with Norwich fans because he absolutely smashed it. I mean, his performance against Ipswich, I've not seen such convincing performance from a midfielder in, in seasons. Mm. In seasons. And, you know, I just think he's overrun. Daniel Farker understandably got emotional about the Arsenal game. He put a lot into it, a lot of resource. And, you know, it's, it's kicked us up the arse. But let, let's not, let's not, let's try not to go backwards. Let's try to look forward to now, Jack. We have got some games to turn it around now. Win at Forest, as you say, and that's absolutely massive. And if you beat Alex Neal, all of a sudden you get the fans back on board again. Mm. However, if you lose to Alex Neal at the weekend, things will be interesting. And, I mean, it might it might be a thing to discuss potentially on your agenda, Jack. But the atmosphere is worrying at the moment, and I think that the atmosphere could start to turn for the worse if we lose against Preston the weekend. Yeah, that ties in nicely to what I wanted to bring up actually, and it was it was our opening goal, and it should be a, a fantastic talking point. Josh Murphy, that's now two goals in two games. He's now our top scorer this season. It was this. It was the celebration. 
Disappointing. Yeah. Disappointing. I, and look, you, were you, you the one who noticed it, weren't you? Yeah. I mean, and I didn't notice yeah, it at the time. And I, I mean, watched it back. It's just silly. Yeah. I've, there's two. There's two sides to this because I think Josh is. I do think Josh, just like Jacob, is is a is a bundle of talent. I think he's got so much ability, and I think that he has got that spark to create things. And I've always, always defended him when someone's been, you know, jumped in and said, "Josh Murphy always he always gives the ball away." Blah blah blah. blah. But in a sense, Josh Pritchard, Madison, Wes, mm. those players are gonna give the ball away more than others because it's their job to try to create something, to try and bring something different. If they just do the run of the mill passing, it's not gonna happen. So I'll always defend Josh if he gives the ball away to a point. But look, I'm I'm very happy that you know, and, and by the way, he has had a great start to the season. And again, Josh Murphy, is he the kind of player that you can expect to play every single game hundred percent? I personally don't think so. Now uh, you know, I really like him. I really rate him. I just thought his celebration at the weekend was... I I personally thought it was a bit of a slip. Now, and I'm sure Josh now, looking back at it, probably regrets it because yeah. he probably realises that if he'd just kept his head down, the Norwich fans would have said, well, you know what? You know, at least he showed some passion. At least he was trying. He got another goal. The stats don't lie. But as soon as you give it that, it, it, it reminds me very much of, of Snodgrass giving it large. Mm. You know, I, I just... It, it just doesn't really help the situation. I, th- I think the thing for me, and I, I love Josh, and I, I think, like you said, there was a few games earlier on in the season I looked at him and thought, wow, like you are going to rip up this Villa, season. Villa, for example, we lost. We were terrible at Aston Villa, yeah. but he was excellent. He yeah. was really, really excellent. And it just it is a shame. To, I, I personally think now he, he maybe needs to be left out of the team, personally. I think the thing with Josh is, is I, was, I was speaking to someone at work today and, and he, was, he was saying, I think Josh Murphy has got bundles of talent, but the things you expect from every single football player on the side you play for is to give, in, give it everything. And there were a few times at the weekend when Murphy pulled out of a tackle, pulled out, there was, a, there was a, an instance where the ball was rolled back to the keeper. He should have just clattered the keeper. He pulled out of it. And he was saying, and I kind of agreed to him to a point, you just want to see him commit to them tackles. You want to see him take his man on. And I think that comes Take his down. man on, yeah, but it's not his. It's not really his job to commit to tackles, Jack. No, it's not, but it is, it is his job to, to, to gamble and to try and win the ball in, in the yeah. opposition's half. Yeah, and, and, that needs to, and I think that does count, come down to confidence. The thing I would say to Josh is I don't think there's as many people getting on his back that he thinks. And he's very active on social media, so he might see two mm. bad comments on social media and think the whole fan base is getting to him. Everyone, it seems, says, well... Why is why is the Barkley out in the back of Josh Murphy? Why is the snake pit? I haven't heard any comments. And around, if there are, honestly, they're around, very few. Yeah, I mean, around where me and Jack sit in, um, you know, the, the the block next to the away fans, there really isn't any sort of. Hatred no, I genuinely haven't heard the any only, hatred towards Josh Murphy. The only thing we've noticed this season is sarcastic comments about James' husband, and that's from us. <laughs> it was from us, but now we're being nice, Jack. No, and, I, and, I, and I, my message to Josh would be. Norwich fans are fully behind you. Just keep delivering. And just, just, just keep delivering. Just, and I, and yeah. I think Norwich. And I, of course, we want him to succeed. We want every player to succeed. And I know this. Look, people always read too much into celebrations. That well, that didn't help anyone. Um, if it would have been to the away fans, and fair enough. But but, look, but then again, in Josh's defence, if he did mean it, as in, where the hell are you? Where's the noise? Well, then then totally fair point. Yeah, he's got a point. Um, what what do we change then for Forest? Because I don't think Farker still knows his best 
attack yeah, the and you, players. Yeah, and you said this in your, mm. your review, Jack, and I, I think I'm going to have to disagree with you, really. I don't think that he should know his best team now. He, I really don't. I think that you've had so many injuries. You've not had that many get in fairness. All, look, we're, obviously, we're coming up to halfway through the season now. But look, this is such a change. Everything's changed. And I'll say it again. I say it every single podcast. Wait till Christmas. After Christmas, if he keeps chopping and changing, then you can put it in the room. I'm but not- until then, you probably just need to park it because we've got so many injuries. It's obvious that he wants to play Pritchard. It's obvious that Oliveira is his number one striker, right? But he can only do what he can only do. And I'm, do not, I mean? I'm not saying, I'm not having a pop at Farke because I don't know the best form okay. to play behind the striker. But we haven't seen consistent enough performances from anyone except for Madison. Yeah. And I think that's it in terms of, a, of an attacking player. I don't think there's any other attacking players who've warranted a starting place. I think Oliveira. I think Oliveira. Yeah, I'm not, overall, I'm not yeah. talking about okay. the striker. I'm talking about them players in behind. The okay. Striker. Right. So yep. a Yannick Vilchka has been great on occasion. Has been woeful on occasion. The same with Murphy. The same with Houlihan. Branchich. Um, yeah. The same with Marley Watkins. There hasn't been a yeah. consistent performer in behind that striker, yeah. and that's the link in between the midfield and the striker mm. that we are seemingly coming unstuck with. Yeah. And it's going to be it's going to be very interesting to see how Farker. Does he stick with the same three in behind? Does he change it up? Does he go four in behind the striker and mm. play Vrancic? It's, it's for me that's the area that's letting us down at the moment. Yeah, definitely, Jack. I think the I think the defense is, has improved. Uh, I think obviously I think Angus has been great uh, consistently. There's not really been a problem in that department. I think um, you know Timmy K apart from the last game, but everyone had. a... I think pretty much everyone on the park. Had a you know substandard game you know at, at the weekend yeah, right. except for Madison. I'm not saying that. I genuinely mean it. I don't think he did anything wrong at the weekend. Um, I think you know Hanley's come in and looked ridiculously good. Yeah, I think he looks really I think good. He's, I think he's looked good. I think he looks super strong. He looks fast. That, and that's the thing. He, yeah. When he chased him, when he literally ran across the park yeah. to, to to you know to tackle that guy near the city yeah. stand, I was thinking. And we said Hello. it at Ipswich when he came on, we were like, bloody hell, he's quick. He's quick. And I, that was the criticism from Newcastle fans, that he's a bit cumbersome and he's strong, but he's, he doesn't get the... Yeah but, maybe, yeah, but maybe what we've yet to see is the fact that maybe he clatters people and maybe that he's just had some yeah. really good performances. But so early far. signs, I think he looks like... A, yeah, a agreed. I think million the thing that worries me, Jack, is this whole Steepham and husband thing. Yeah. it's it, it, That is inconsistent. Yeah. And I mean, but... It's kind of, I think it's an ongoing project with, with Farker to, to establish who's best in that position. And at the end of the day, as long as the, the, the results don't turn for worse, it's fine. You know what I mean? But as you say, the main area is, is going forwards behind that striker. What do we do? For me, 100%, we've got to get Wes. But I don't buy this, oh, Wes is, Wes is so emotional about Ireland going out. Look, I understand he's patriotic. You know, like, you know I'm a proud Englishman, right? But... No, not for that matters for this conversation's sake. If Wes has gone out, he's not. He's not, not going. Yeah, okay. He's tired, Jack. But I just don't buy the fact that he's upset from it. I mean, I just Wes is still one of our best players, and for me, look, I'm trying not to get on Mario's back because I know that there's a really good footballer in there. I, I do know it, and I do know that he can make the killer pass. But I just think at the same time, when you know. You've got teams like Barnsley. Now, if Wes had played at the weekend, I think he would have kept the ball a hell of a lot more. Yeah. I think we would have got Nelson Oliveira on the ball a hell of a lot more. I think he would have pulled them apart a hell of a lot more. He links up with Madison p- 
perfectly, perfectly, and just I don't know, seems a bit frustrating to me. Yeah, and, and I've I've I was on Mario's back early doors, and I said, "How long do you give this man?" And like I said, I'm not. Yeah, a bit harsh, that chap. Well, everyone's saying it now. You're saying it. I haven't said how long do you give him. No, but at the same time, you're saying we should drop him. So that's that's a similar thing. No, it's not. It's exactly. So, no, it's all not. Right, we'll start him next game, shall we? Okay. You'd start him next game. No, 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 no. I'm saying that there's a there's a there's a good if, footballer. If I'm in there, Daniel a... Farker, if I'm Daniel Farker, I do start him in the next game because I want to stand by my player and I do want to give him an opportunity away from home. How long? How long do you? And I agree with that, and I think it's great putting faith in players, and I think Mario Brancic could come good, but we that, need to that win throw away, That throwaway phrase, really, isn't it, Jack? How long do you give him? Do you know what well, I mean? How, how long do you give him? How long do you give an underperforming... Like anyone, like anyone, I give them until Christmas. Until Father Christmas pops down the chimney. You, you weren't saying the that like James' Jack. husband. You weren't saying, let's keep him in there. Let's keep him as a good footballer. No, 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 no. I'm not... Three podcasts I'm ago, dropping him out we apologise to the people for James' husband. Goal... 2-2, two, two, under-23s, lovely. Adam Phillips, lovely. Anyway. Adam Phillips, why did I just blow a kiss? Um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I want to talk about this. We've touched on it, the atmosphere. Now, so frustrating, isn't it, Jack? What do we do about the atmosphere? You know what the frustrating thing is for me? The people that... Right, there is a, there is a storm over Carroll Road. A mental negative storm. If you see, right, we'll just take social media for, for an example. If Norwich win, there's less comments online than there is when it's negative. Like, you know, I'm talking to I'm talking to the guys at Radio Norfolk about, you know, Canary Call and stuff like that. And they're saying, yes, absolutely brilliant when we lose because the calls go up and it's brilliant because everyone's moaning. Now, that is the problem. The problem is there's too many bloody moaners at this football club. There's far too many, Jack. Hmm. And, you know, I am I am actually sick of it. I know I've used that, you know. I'm not actually that sick of our home performances. But I am really sick to the bone of people that sit there in silence for the whole 90 minutes. Oh, sorry. For the whole 83 minutes before they leave to beat the traffic. And then on the 87th minute, when, when they're in the car in Morrison's, they're already tweeting hashtag Canary Call, moaning, moan, 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 every bloody week. And it just does my head in. And I just... How, but the problem is, Jack, how do you stop this? Because it's it's been ingrained in the Norwich fans for the last few seasons of... To be fair, you know, I feel like each time we've we've failed our objectives, it seems to have got worse. Mm. But, you know, it, from my observations, there seems to be a lot of really upbeat people from the older generation. For example, Robin Sainty. You know, he quite rightly tweeted, you know, um, after the game, someone said to him, oh, it's all of the old boys. They don't make any noise and they moan. And, you know, I can understand part of that. But at the same time, I think that there are, you know, a lot of people, you know, that, that are older that really, A, give a shit and B sing and make loads of noise and I totally respect that I just I think the, the the key thing to touch upon is don't turn up to the football already thinking we're going to lose already like you know thank god the guy next to me doesn't watch the TNC podcast because I'm going to slag him off again my god every game he moans he moans about this he moans about that 
you know, as soon as we go one nil down, oh, Delia's taking it out of the club. Delia's taking it out of the club. She doesn't take anything out of the club. Delia is a top girl, and without her, we wouldn't be where we are today. We wouldn't have got out of League One. We wouldn't have got the championship. We wouldn't have signed Paul Lambert. We wouldn't have signed Grant Hull. We wouldn't have signed Dave McNally, the Messiah, which, in fairness, was a good bloody move. And we wouldn't have as good culinary skills as a nation. Anyway, not to go on about Delia, the point is, don't start, just don't come to the game with this shitty, negative, horrible, pointless, corruptive mindset. Corruptive? Of, we are going to lose, it's all going to go wrong, you know. Let's try and be positive, I, please. I think for me, and, and I think that is a, is a point, and I, I can remember, it was a few months ago, this, this debate, yeah, have, have, have a little settle down, mate. Um, this debate came up a few months ago, and I, and I was one of the people who said, let's make a designated singing area in the Barclay, and if you don't want to sing, move to another part of the stadium. And I got slagged, Mick Dennis was one of them, was saying, well, you can't move people from their, from their seat if you don't want to. Fair enough, but... If you're going into the E block of the Barclay, if you're going into the Snake Pit, and you just want to watch the game, do it elsewhere. The, the Barclay, the Snake Pit Should is for, it, sing, yeah, is I'm for with singing. You. And I'm it, so with you. And it, look, there's a, there was 25,000 people at the game at the weekend. Yeah. Admittedly, there wasn't many Barnsley fans. There, that means there's 2,000 empty seats in the ground. There's mm-hmm. tons around us. Yeah. There is enough room to move people about. I'm fed up of the, the, the argument that we've got too many season ticket holders. It's fantastic. We've got such a loyal fan base, and if Agreed. it wasn't for that guaranteed revenue every year, yeah, would be, be even more of a, of a, of a yeah. tough situation. It is not for the sake of is, one block. I'm with you for the sake of one block next to the away fans. That's all it is. Or so not it's a even, simple case not of even next to the away fans. You could do it. You know that. You know where the snake pit is. Yeah, and then you've got the city stand. Yeah, and then you've got that block with a massive pole down the middle. Yeah, put us there. Put us anywhere. 600 fans that want to sing so with you. and stand the po- and, and that carries round because it's so disjointed yeah. at them. We, I we agree ch- with what you're saying about um, moving people. I disagree with just move them anywhere in the stadium. But if, say for example, say I'm Mick Dennis for the conversation's sake and I'm here I am and I'm sitting there and then I have to move one block to the right. My view doesn't change. My view changes minor. Minor. And you you may as well just... I, I think it's perfectly acceptable to, to put the suggestion forwards. Hello, Mr. Dennis. Would you like to move one block to the right in order to try to create a better atmosphere in North City Football Club? I think fans now would be on board with it because it is getting worse, Jack. And you would think as well, if you're someone who wants to go to the game and just chill out, fair enough, I respect that. A lot of my family members do that. You would think if you've got me behind you screaming 17th of June 1902, that would get on your nerves. And it wouldn't if there's someone else singing there. And I think the thing is, a few of us in the, in the in very far E-block trying to start the chants. The people on the other side of the E-block can't hear us, so they're trying to start something else. The people at the back are trying to start something else. And you've just got three, four disjointed groups mm. trying to start chants, and it never carries. Which is, which is better than nothing. Well, it is. But it doesn't. It doesn't bode well for the whole ground. You need, look at Huddersfield, for God's sake. Mm. They created a, a designated singing section, and they've got a fantastic atmosphere. But the reality of the situation, Jack, and again, this is just understanding who Norwich are. We are just a little bit behind the times. We're catching up. Mm. Stuart Webber's come in, and and look, we're just catching up. I mean, look at our academy. 
we're catching up. Look at the players that we're bringing in. Look at the coach, the style of football. We're just catching up. And I don't, I don't we can't just press the button and go atmosphere. No. It ain't going to work no. like that. But I still do believe there are some really, really, really simple things that the club could do to make the atmosphere and the, better. And it isn't all the club's fault. We take, we have to take responsibility because sometimes you go and you don't want to sing. But we, it's our responsibility. If you pay to go to the football, it's our responsibility yeah, to but... sing. And there's only so much <sighs> certain fan groups can do. Barclay and um, Norwich and Along Come Norwich have spent hundreds, probably thousands of pounds on these flags. It's brilliant. But flags aren't going to make noise. It it, it, make, it looks really good, and flags along with a designated singing section. They help, help a little bit. Yeah, of course they do, and it's brilliant. I love them. Mm. But there's only so much the fans can do. There's only so much the club can do. If we do all of that together, you've yeah. got a really. And I, yeah. and I know the other argument I'm sick of. Yeah. Well, the football's not good enough. Who cares? It's, we're not going to no, be no, winning we, week yeah, in yeah, week out. No, no, no. We, yeah, the fans. They're, they're. I, I, no, I kind of do understand that. An no, insi, I don't. An insy bit, Jack. I don't at all. No, no, no. An insy bit. An insy bit. Very small bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when you turn up, but again, let's just drag it back to that mindset point, okay? You've got to turn up with an attitude that we're going to win the game, and therefore sing on the ball city as loud as you're mm. going to sing it. What I cannot tolerate, and if it happens to me again. I mean, you know, I'm not the kind of guy to spark up, but I am going to. Cool. When I'm starting a chant in the mm. Lower Barclay, a few games ago, you know, I'm trying to start a chant with you, and this guy goes, oh, "All right then, mate." Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm trying to start. A, I'm trying to start something here. I'm trying to give my team some motivation to put the ball in the back of the net, mm. and you're taking the piss. What? Because I'm trying to. Because I'm starting, and that's the problem. Yeah. Those. Those. Boys. Those boys. Those, that's the problem. The negative moaners. That's the problem. But another issue is we need to try not to moan about the moaners because then the moaners get more energy and more attention from it. For example, if I'm a moaner and I tweet something really negative and horrible and nasty and then Jack Reeve responds going, well, actually, I actually think that you're, a, you're an idiot and you're wrong. Tweet. And he's sitting there going, <laughs> Jack Reaver. Do you know what I mean? Just let's try not to, you know, get too yeah. stuck into it. Um, yeah. Moral of the story: make a singing section. Um, the, what was the thing just, about the polls, by the way? The uh, steward coming to collect the polls. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know. We, we got our polls nicked. Not nicked, taken off us. The flags are great though, so well done along come margin yeah. Uh Anyway, uh, do you want to do Moan of the Week or not? It's, it's already been no, too negative. No, Let's get on to your questions. You guys have, have sent them in brilliantly this week once again. We're also yeah. nearing 4,000 followers on Twitter. The links to our Twitter is always in the description. Go and follow um, if you don't mind. Uh, let's get into the comments then. Tom Cash is always tweeting in. Tom, thank you very much, my friend. He says, that the parachute payments run out this year. If we don't go up, are we in serious trouble? Um, some calling for patience this year is worrying me because mid-table is not acceptable. Do you think this change has come a year too late? Also, thoughts on us having the highest season ticket price in the championship? Yes, the change has come too late. Yeah. Would we have ever, you know? But then you can't you can't go back because we would have never have dived into this situation without the cock up of Alex Neal. And I, and I do totally agree with, with Tom... What's his second Tom name? Tom Cash. Tom Cash. Lovely second name, by the way, Tom. I do agree with Tom Cash about, you know, it, it isn't acceptable for Norwich to finish mid-table. I do agree with that. I think that we've got the calibre of players at this football club 
to be in and around the playoffs. I won't accept mid-table. I won't accept mid-table. For, for me, I've said it many times, and I think, I do agree slightly with Chris, but I think if you look at the other teams in this league, mid-table probably, and especially on terms of spend on players, mid-table is where, is where listen, listen me out here, mid-table is realistically, if you look as a neutral, where Norwich should be finishing. Now, give me, give me some time here. Oh, you're going to need and, some time and I to think, get out this one. I think we've got the perfect, the perfect foundation in Stuart Webber and Daniel Farker and the players we've assembled to build something special. The thing that worries me and the thing that Tom alludes to here, the change was made too late. Alex Neal should have gone last November. We brought in the wrong CEO in Jez Moxie. We had to pay him off a ton. We had yep. to give Alex Neal £2 million to get rid of him. We, we screwed it up. Looking it, backwards. It, it, yeah, of course. We, you have to to a certain extent. Okay. Five years... Of, of a lack of planning and an, was there anyone's fault in particular probably not would we have done it differently looking back of course we would have done five years of mistakes we've tried to change it in one summer realistically that's not going to happen do I worry yeah we need patience it's not going to happen overnight do I worry that the parachute payments run out this year and if we don't go up we'll lose the likes of James Madison Alex Pritchard Nelson Oliveira yes it does do I think that's going to happen yes I do except for that it's all rosy it's, it's, it's true though, isn't it? it, 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 it it's Still it's a complete I, lack of yeah, planning and, yeah. and, and Stuart Webber has inherited such a mess and he's done amazingly to turn it around already. Yeah, I'm behind them, but I still think that the team are good... I still think the team are good enough on paper to finish above mid-table, Jack. I think... I there's think, been one... Spe- there's been one... And I say special team with such anger behind my eyes because of the fact that John Ruddy and Ryan Blumen Bennett are playing for them. Yeah. Right? They're the only team that turned up to Carrow so far this season where I've gone, you know what, proper outfit, they'll be up there. Yeah, I agree. The others have been monumentally average, all of them, honestly. Even when we've, even, even when we've won, I've thought, yeah, all right, we were no, kind of it's average, true. they it's were true. kind of average. And therefore, even with all of the changes, I, just, I, don't, I, just, I still don't think it's acceptable. For, but anyway, we're not going to... I tell you what. Well, I'll we, tell you one thing. Daniel Farker isn't going to be sitting here going, "Ah, it's all right, mid table." Yeah. None of the players are going to be thinking that. The players know they're good enough to be in and around the playoffs. You've seen that unbeaten run. You know this team can deliver. Again, let's be positive. And to be fair, uh, check out in the preview video. Good are, question, though. We are only three points off the playoffs, which shocked me because. Let me ask you a question. In from the very first game to now. Has it been a good season so far? Um, I'd say 7 out of 10. And we're three points off the playoffs. That's not too shabby. Look, and we've the beat, only look, way is up. We've beat Ipswich. We've been on a, on a great unbeaten run. Yeah. We've got further than we normally do in the Cup and should have beaten Arsenal, which gives us a bit of pride and a bit of you know, kudos and, yeah. and about us. That's good. Yeah. Um, Paul, who's a Newcastle fan, said, Have you lot sent us the wrong Murphy? God, I find this I find this so fascinating. But I did see that he didn't start against Manchester United at the weekend, which is big. And I, I mean, me and Jack have said it, you know, fairly vocally that we don't think that Jacob Murphy's going to absolutely smash it at Newcastle this season. But possibly next season or the season after, you will see him. I personally think he's a good enough player to deliver. Last season, uh, when he was playing for Norwich. I honestly thought he was up there with one of the best players in our team. You know, one of the top two, definitely. And I was disappointed to see him leave, but for the money that he did, fair enough. I don't think Newcastle fans should get frustrated. Have we sent you the wrong Murphy? Well, look, 
Josh is delivering for us and to you know he's a top goal scorer and and to some extent long may that continue. I think I think in fairness Stuart Webber's made it very clear that we are going to be developing our younger players and and, and look to be to, to sell them on. So look if you want to make an offer Newcastle you know um, you know how much did Jacob go for twelve and a half. Yeah, so we'll stick 15 on Josh. I was listening to the to the TalkSport commentary of the Newcastle United game on the way home and uh, Joey Barton was the co-commentator. And I'm not sure if Murphy's done something to, to Joey Barton, but I have never heard a commentator rip into a player as much as Barton was into Murphy. He, had, he was like, he hasn't got a left foot, he can't take his man on, he can't cross, he can't shoot. He was really tearing into him. Yeah, but that's, that's just a sign of just a really shitty, um, really uneducated ex-player because you know I've, I've spoken to a lot of ex-players and one of the, and look Simon Lappin says it as well what one of the things that is very frustrating to the good ex-players is when an ex-player goes on a talk sport goes on a BBC Radio Norfolk goes on and, and starts slagging off the players and they've almost forgotten about what mm. it's like to be a player yeah. and I don't think that, Jay, J, the, the, that Jerry Barton can can sit there and start slagging off Jacob Murphy when he's an extremely, this is why I, I defend Josh, and this is why I I've instantly forgiven him about the the ear thing at the weekend because he's a young player, he's got bags of talent, and we've just got to get behind them. Indeed, uh, I'm going to answer. I'm going to ask you this question because T92 Bristol Rovers always tweets in and slightly annoyed that we didn't answer his question last week, so he's asked it again this week, and that is: Will Matt Jarvis make an impact later on in the season? Is Matt Jarvis ever going to recover? I just think he's a permanently broken human being. Just make him like head of catering or something. Just give him something that doesn't take physical exertion. Oh make him the pre-pitch announcer. He's not coming back. He's gone. He's with Malumbu. <laughs> he's with Seb Basson in Helston, running around the park. You know what the frustrating thing is about Matt Jarvis? What? I will never forget that performance against Bournemouth. Unreal. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no, no. I Jokes know. aside. I know. Unreal. Yeah. Like, I, we bought him from West Ham and I thought, that's a steal. Mm. And now, and then, but, you see him in, you know, Pritchard's Instagram story in, in the US having the time of his life and I just think to myself, I just think, I mean, but, 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 <laughs> on a more serious note, there's got to be some, there's this, him and Naismith, there's got to be something dodgy going on there. Not between those two. I mean, as in, they surely the club have froze them out. That's not right. No, 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 no. You can't be that injured. No. You can't be that injured. <laughs> Just no, 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 Jack. Impossible. Even Jack Wilshere, mm. you know, has, has returned to fitness now. Mm. What is going on with Matt Jarvis? I don't know. But the frustrating thing is, he's a bloody good player. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, you know what? I just, I'm a bit upset about the mm. situation because I, I really, I genuinely think that he would be a good player if he was an artist. I do. Yeah. Have we lost the plot? No, I think he is a good player. He's just got no knees or what? What? What's even? But what? No, but what is his injury? What? Yeah, but what, right. What's the injury? Where is he? <laughs> Has he trained at all this season or last season? Hmm. Has he played any games for the under twenty threes? Has he? The thing how is, long has he been in America for? The thing is, even if he gets fit, why have the club not told us? 
it's what it's, he's in America oh, for. It's beyond us. It's beyond telling us what's wrong with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's right. So should the club then put a little press release out saying Matt Jarvis <laughs> done permanently injured? Just no. I think. Oh my god! Don't give him. Don't act like he's a footballer. I'm about to tweet something about and Matt make Jarvis. him the kit man or something. I'm gonna do a tweet right now about Matt Jarvis. More importantly, yeah, go for it. Where's Yusuf Malumbu? <laughs> and oh my is he God. okay? No, 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 I did hear something the other day because you know we said that we know you know we started a campaign. Yeah, hashtag find, where's Malumbu? Yeah, find Malumbu. Hashtag find Malumbu. Well, someone tweeted saying that he's up in Scotland trying to get a deal with someone. With <laughs> who? Well, again. <laughs> I mean, I could just imagine I, him going round like knocking, knocking on Queen of the South manager's door and be like, with his with his third kit on, <laughs> with his Norwich City third kit on that he absolutely hated. Do you remember that picture? Probably the only thing you remember Malumbu for is his great picture in the third. Just kit. going round like our broth stadium and Queen of the South, be like, Gaffy, can I can I just wash the dishes for you or something? Right, look at this tweet I'm about to tweet by Matt Jarvis. Snake pit. <laughs> Right, the snake pit when Matt Jarvis returns from injury, dot, 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 arms up emoji, and it's a gif of nuns singing hallelujah. Oh, you know, you know what, Chris? Tweet. You Go know on. the man I've missed seeing, and it's just popped up on my timeline. Oh, it is Willemot's limit. It is back in the game, and I'll tell you what, he's got a new profile picture. Go on, Willie. And he's got a new... Another one. Oh, he's got a new... <laughs> you know the thing that spikes the grass? He's got a new one. Oh! <laughs> oh wow! Oh, that's special. Time for a bit of air. Oh, that's that that's so special. What are they called? Um, oh, that's that's so special. It's so special. So, do you know what was more special? Willie Mott's <laughs> Limited is now following some of the Talk Not a City fans. Yeah. And I saw a Talk Not a City fan tweet saying, <laughs> "Dreams do come true." <laughs> saying, and because Willie Mott's followed. Oh, them, right. And you know what? I'm just. I really. He's got a new profile pic. Look at this cover photo. Yeah, he's I mean, been on holiday. It's a beach. I mean, you can't see that from there, but it's a lovely, lovely pool. How much is he charging to cut people's grass? Because bloody hell, he's that's, get, a, that's a quality. <laughs> the dream. He's always on holiday. It's just isn't he? Yeah, but when 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 your job is your hobby, you're always on holiday. I mean, look at that video again. I mean, I mean what, a, much... what a mower. I've never seen such a high standard mower in my life. Um, if you want your bush trimmed. Oh, he's been, oh, I, he's been to Tenerife. Okay. And the pigeon was nicking his peanuts. <laughs> okay. He's been to Tenerife. Okay. Anyway, Willemot, I hope you had a nice holiday, mate. Can we read out his uh, question Yeah, now? we are missing an experienced central midfielder to link the defence and Malumbu. attack. Yeah, bring him back. Uh, we don't have anyone at the club now. Well, that's Wes. In January. The that's Wes, to be fair. Willemot's Not a central midfielder. Defensive midfielder. Oh, did you say defensive? Reed and Tribal were the two, weren't they? Um, tri- no, Reed, Tribal and Tete. They were the two. We've got injuries. It's not good. Do we need another central defensive midfielder? No, I don't think so. Do we need a clean bill of health? Yes. Pardon you. Max Furman, who would win a boxing match out of you and Chris? I think we've answered this one before. I think we've decided that we just both knock each other out. <laughs> I think, first point. of all, there would be a lot of talking. Mainly from you. Oh, come on. Trash talk. <laughs> um, I don't... You're, well, you're obviously stronger than me. I don't know, Quite Jack. considerably. I don't know about that. Um, I think you'd probably beat me. Do you reckon? Yeah, probably. Do you reckon? Yeah. Okay. Chris would win. Cheers, Jack. Um... Goal for Wolves. Oh, now this, oh. 
99th minute. Oh, slots beyond Oxborough. Damn it. On the 23rd of losing. This is a good question. Chris Nicholas. Yeah. If you could have a Norwich player as the best man at your wedding, except Angus, who would it be and why? Russ. Russ? He'd, get, he'd deliver a really emotional after-dinner speech, mm. wouldn't he? Perfect. Russ. Mine's Matt Jarvis because he deserves to do something in his life. Oh, he might get injured walking down sort of the aisle. I don't know. Might get injured doing the speech. I feel bad because, like, no, 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 on a serious note, I do feel bad about Matt Jarvis. I don't. No, no, I no, do no, 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 I do actually. No, no, like, we're taking the piss, but on a serious note, imagine being that screwed. Mm. Imagine not playing football at all for so long and, and picking up 25 grand oh no actually you know what I don't feel sorry <laughs> uh, and so much money what Norwich player would you ban from your wedding um, well it would have been Lafferty um, what, what Norwich player would I ban from my Paul Jones offers absolutely nothing <laughs> <laughs> I love that offers absolutely nothing just nothing at all does he no. He turns up, probably an average suit, doesn't really talk that much, doesn't crack any funny jokes. No, just picks his, picks his bloody Picks his paycheck up, and yeah, and buggers off. Goes. Uh, I, who would be my best man? I'd, no, I'm not Matt Jarvis. Am um, I going to be your best man, by the way, at your wedding? We need to discuss bloody, this. Yeah. I, I hope my wedding's a long way off. <laughs> um, yeah, but what if it isn't? I, th- I think you would be my best man. That's so yeah. nice, man. Thank yeah. you. That's, no, that means a lot to me. Does it? Yeah, it actually does, yeah. At the start of the speech. Um, my best man at Norwich play would be... <clears throat> Go on. Go on. Tom Tribal. He's he everywhere. can't talk English. I don't care. Does he need to speak English? Well, he needs to do an afternoon speech. Yeah, he can do it in his native language. Okay, hello. Matt Gregory. Go on, <laughs> I love. I love this. I love this. Sorry, boys, but I didn't get your beer at the media night. The first game of the season was a poor showing. Vrancic was dreadful, but I went to Cromer after it and had some Cromer crab for the first time. So there is a silver lining. I just I love the simplicity of that, Matt, and I love the fact you're so mm. into a yeah. good crab. Just when Norwich lose, eat a lot. That's what I do. Yeah. Eat a low, like a lot. Yeah. Normally a massive we curry. We lose the weekend though. Curries do the job. Mm. Yeah, but it kind of felt like a loss the weekend. Matt, I, I really respect that you that you like Chroma Crab. Well, who doesn't like Chroma Crabs? I tell you what, there's some people and they are the people you don't want to be associating yourselves with. They're probably the people moaning about, you know, the people that are singing. Mm. Edward Chalou. Simple question. Favourite kickoff time? Tuesday night under the lights or Saturday at three o'clock? Or midday? Tuesday under the lights. Nah, no, no, no. Some of the best, most memorable times as a Norwich fan have been that. Yeah. Definitely. 100%. Nothing beats it. Although the, pro- the problem Nothing is when you make the videos, Jack. you don't finish until like one o'clock and then you've got work the next Yeah, time. well, this isn't about the videos, is no, it? No, it's not. So, this is, Tuesday night. I'm next so question. Come on, Jack. Me. Dear me. James Mackay. Thank you, James, for the question as always. Before I ask this question, I want to make it clear <clears> that I do <throat> like Yannick Vilchka and think he's a decent player. But I think for the amount of money we spent on him... And the lack of appearances since he, since he signed, it's a poor signing. Uh, it's not his fault that he's not played. Yeah, true. And, uh, and he wasn't seven million. He wasn't seven million. There was like three and a half million of add-ons that we probably never even paid. So okay, fine. He was more Be- like four. Maybe that was why we didn't play him so much. By the way, possibly. By the way, possibly. By the way, on a serious note, um, I think Yannick 
is a good player on the ball. He ram raids through defences, and I think that he makes that look ridiculously easy. Um, it's what we need—a bit of bloody directness, but, but, and just yeah. And, and to be fair, you know, we had that on. We had that with Redmond. We had that before that with with, with Hux. Um, but he he lacks that final product massively, mm. and and Hux had that. Redmond didn't have that. We've just never really replaced Darren Huckabee, in my opinion. Yeah, and and how can you replace a man I'm like Darren you. Huckabee? Uh, <laughs> quickly, Jack Bryan asks, how does it feel to have fans from other clubs watch your podcasts? Really nice, actually. The fact that you can sit through this every week is beyond me, but um, thank you so much. Yeah, you're all, you're, you're you're all nice. allowed to watch, apart from Brighton fans. <laughs> Next question, Adam, who's a Brighton? No, I'm joking. And it's uh, <laughs> um, this Now, this is really going to get you up. And tight, Burnley, Chris. now I'm more at Burnley. Adam asks, why is Madison now all of a sudden getting complacent after getting an England call-up? Didn't seem to want to pass the ball on Saturday. Now, to be fair to Adam, his at name is Simply Madders and his profile picture is James Madison. Has he lost the plot? Who, Madison? Has this guy had too many beers? don't know. What's the time? Do you reckon he's and his, beers? To be fair, his bio is, I love James effing Madison. So, is, well, in- is, is it a... Is it a- it can't be a real person. He's a, he's a real person. We're now losing 4-2 in the uh, under-23 game. That tweet is wrong on every single level. Everything about it. My, 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 my thoughts on James Madison. Top player. Love him. Brilliant player. But. Where are you going but, with this? You let's do, not forget. You do realise I own this studio. I own this gaff. Um, let's not forget. For this season, James Madison had played about three championship appearances. I love James Madison. I think he will be go on to be a great Premiership player, Premier League player. But let's not expect him to carry Norwich City on his own this season. But he is. And so let's far. not forget. That so he's give a, us some credit. Let's not forget that he's a twenty-year-old man who is far exceeding his expectations this season. So let's chill out a bit. Let's accept that he's going to have some bad games here and there. But he's not having any bad games. So why is anyone on the? Why no, should anyone be as... Why that's what I'm even... saying. Don't get on his back. Oh, I didn't really understand your point. I'm there, saying that he's... That he is absolutely smashing it, so appreciate the fact that he is smashing yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But okay. let's not forget yeah. that he's not... And, and I, I, He's I not think... complacent, for God's sake. That's going to up his game even more. That's think... going to make him think, I'm an England player, I'm going to take you on. You hear, you hear him in this press conference today saying, you know... You know, players are, are kicking me because they think I'm taking the mick out of them. <laughs> and he's got a great point. Mm. He is just too good for you. <laughs> I, I, no, I, don't, I don't get that question at all. And um, I definitely do not want to even put in the room that he's complacent because I think he's a ridiculously well-grounded individual that will... Um, and, and by the way, this is the other thing. Can we, we need to stop getting on players' backs when we want them to stay. Like, let's not forget, if we start slagging off James Madison, ridiculously unnecessarily, by the way, because, uh, you know, I'm going to put it out there, he's our player of the season. He's our player of the season. Now, if you start saying things like that, he's going to be thinking, well, fans don't love me that much, so, you know, may as well, you know, sit on the bench for Newcastle. And I don't think anyone is slagging him off, but all I'm, all I'm saying is, is we've maybe... We've maybe set the bar a little too high, and it's going to be very hard for him to achieve them levels every week. 
but he is achieving those levels yeah, every and week. I think he will continue to but the more he does well the higher that bar goes and the, and the tougher it gets maybe uh, anyway there is, there's actually tons and tons of other questions I'm, I might try and save them for next week thank you to everyone who got the questions in but we're out of time this week because uh, I need to get home basically it's getting late oh, cheers Jack um, we've, we've filmed for a long while mate. dedication to the game Chris been a pleasure as always Go and check out our match preview for ahead of the Nottingham Forest game. Unfortunately, we're not going to be there. Chris, this talk about this for dedication, is missing Saturday's game. We won't discuss what he's doing or where he's going, um, but he's not going to be it. So there will there, there might be a podcast on Monday if you. No, there recovered. will be. No, there will be a podcast on okay. Monday. Definitely. Okay. There'll be a podcast on Monday. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going on a undercover mission to um, try and find the next James Madison. That's where I'm going. Okay. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, don't forget, if you're on iTunes, please do leave us a review if you've enjoyed it. If you don't enjoy it, then... Keep positive. Just wasted an hour. Keep and, positive and as well. Yeah, stay positive. Smash life. Do all the good things. And drink good beer. And eat good food. Go and join Matt Gregory for a Chroma Crab. See you later. Peace. <laughs>